Welcome to the Ask Coach Perry podcast. Get your running, triathlon, swimming, or cycling questions answered by one of the best coaches in the world today. Welcome to this edition of the Ask Coach Perry podcast and uh, Lindsay Perry with us. And the question today comes from Catherine. Lindsay, Catherine says her question relates to injuries and cross-training. She's been hampered by injuries. It started as a hamstring glute niggle. Uh, she's went to a physio and has progressed to painful hamstring glutes and shins. She's now had about three months of physio. She's rested the legs for three weeks and then missed runs uh, as it would uh, bother and then be fine and then bother. She's had Cairo uh, work on her, which seems to be the most effective. She's had ultrasound and found an inflamed uh, tibial posterior muscle and piriformis. They ultrasounded to the entire leg and found no sign of injury or scarring. Uh, she's uh, had her feet checked and is uh, in orthotics for pronating and uh, medial arch issue. This has also helped uh, the leg slightly, though it is still niggling. She's doing strengthening exercises as well. She's also dusted off her bike and wants to start cycling to see if this will help. However, any advice regarding injury and how much cycling would she need to do to maintain a suitable level of fitness to run comrades? She's aiming for a sub-12. Uh, she's not keen on medication, but would it be advisable to take anti-inflammatories to try and get the issue under control, or should, in general, these be avoided? She's worried that if she takes anti-inflammatories, she won't be able to judge if her exercise is too intense and thereby causing further injury. Physios also said they don't think they can help, as everything they do either makes the leg worse or has no effect, so she's at a bit of a loss. Um, okay, so the first thing you need to address is the piriformis syndrome. And if a physio can't help you with a piriformis syndrome, it's time to find a new physio. So I don't know where you where you live, but it's it is a slightly complicated condition, um, and it's it is a little bit difficult to treat, I suppose, because the piriformis is quite deep into your glutes. But an experienced physio should be able to get in there, should be able to work on that piriformis, and should be able to break that um, that spasm that's in the piriformis. Of course, and they should be able to pick this up from the MRI, so it is something that's worth checking, is that a lot of people, when they do get an irritated piriformis, get a full-blown piriformis syndrome, which is because the nerve, your sciatic nerve, runs through the piriformis. Now, if that's the case, that'll explain the pain in both the buttock and the hamstring. But the other side of it is if you have piriformis or sore piriformis, it's going to affect your run mechanics, which is probably why you're getting a much bigger torsion or rotation or, or, or stress in a circular motion around your shin and why your, your tip post and your tip ant are taking a beating and why they are sore. So you do really need to sort the issue out um, and between a good physio and a good biokinesist, you should be able to sort that out. The fact that it's a little bit sore today, not so bad after all the rest get a bit sore, that's a good sign because it means if you can just get on top of those issues, that even while training slowly, that should improve and get better quite quickly. Uh, in terms of the cycling, yes, that's a very good option in the immediate short-term you know, to keep you fit and to ease the, the pressure that you're putting through the, the lower leg. Um, look, my rule of thumb is for every minute of running for a, a fairly equivalent physiological workout is about four minutes of cycling. So a four to one ratio. Of course that it has some practical issues and also at some point that relationship is going to become skewed. 
So for example, a two-hour run, you're not going to do eight hours of cycling to compensate for it. But certainly for your your standard midweek one-hour run, you probably need a cycle in the region of two and a half to four hours to get a similar um, physiological um, adaptation, particularly in your legs because cycling is low impact and it, it uses... Uh, yeah, it's much less abusive on your on your muscles. But from a cardio-respiratory point of view, if you cycle quite hard, then you can substitute fairly closely to a one and a half to one ratio. So in other words, an hour run, an hour and a half cycle. If you cycle really hard, it'll give you very similar cardio-respiratory or cardiovascular um, adaptation. But yeah, in terms of, of comrades, you really do need to get on top of that. Otherwise, you're going to start with sore shins. If you start with sore shins, it's going to be very difficult to finish comrades. And then my final com- comment is on the anti-inflammatories. Some short-term anti-inflammatory use while you're resting is perhaps not a bad idea, but I would again do that in conjunction with a, a medical person. But if you just get control of that inflammatory process, and then start training again. But what I would not recommend is doing um, anti-inflammatories while you're training. That's it, it does have a masking effect. It also has potential kidney and liver complications that may come if you do it long term. Awesome stuff. Uh, I hope that helps, Catherine. Thank you so much for being in touch. I'm Brad Brown with Lindsay Parry. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Until then, don't forget to get your questions in. All you have to do is head over to AskCoachParry.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Ask Coach Parry podcast on iTunes. Follow it on SoundCloud or listen to it on Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at Ask Coach Perry.